0: Welcome, welcome back to Infinity Watchers. My name is Jared, and on this special edition of the show, we ask the question: What if John was not a fellow Infinity Watcher? Because of some circumstances outside of our control, uh, we fell behind a week, and it, it's just me this week, guys. Uh, no, no, don't don't speculate. There's no uh, infighting or problems between John and I. Uh, John just had some scheduling conflicts that took priority, uh, so I am currently scouring the multiverse solo this week. Uh, Later, I'll be joined by a special guest, uh, a former co-host of mine at 91.9 WCAL, Vinny Contine. Uh, He gladly volunteered to step in and talk about his thoughts on the MCU in the past two weeks of What If episodes. Uh, But before we get to him, let's get to the news. First up, uh, Vittoria Alonzo was promoted to the president of physical slash post-production visual effects and animation at Marvel Studios. She started at Marvel in 2006 with the first Iron Man, being the company's executive vice president of visual effects and post-production, doubling as a co-producer on that film, Iron Man 2, Thor, and the first Captain America. Uh, Since 2011, she has been serving as an executive producer on every MCU entry. Uh, While she was serving as the executive vice president of visual effects, uh, this title change seems to indicate the animation department will fall under her supervision now. Uh, From her, quote, I'm especially thrilled about ramping up our studio's animation efforts, which is a personal passion of mine, end quote. Uh, She's received numerous awards and nominations for her dedication and advancement in storytelling through visual effects. For that reason, in 2017, she was the first woman to be honored with the Visionary Award at the 15th Annual Visual Effects Society Awards. Uh, I, for one, am excited to see where Marvel's animation department can go from here. Uh, What If has a lot of potential to tell some innovative creative stories we're not used to seeing on the big screen and i can't even begin to imagine what the future holds for the animation department next up speaking of awards the primetime emmys were held two weeks ago and wandavision walked away empty-handed with more of east town ted lasso the crown and the queen's gambit taking most of the spotlight on the night As we previously mentioned, the show gained an almost record-breaking 23 nominations but fell short in picking up wins, winning only three Creative Arts Emmys, one for outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes, one for outstanding production design for a narrative program, Half Hour, and one for outstanding original music and lyrics for Aditha All Along coming soon uh, november 12th has been dubbed disney plus day and we're expecting some major news to break during a feature that will be streamable on disney plus Plus. per disney they will be releasing a quote special celebrating the marvel cinematic universe on disney plus with an exciting look toward the future on the service Currently, there is no indication or rumors as to what this special will bring, but I can only speculate we will receive some announcements regarding the newer series, uh, Hawkeye, Secret Wars, Armor Wars, Ironheart, etc. I don't think it's far out of the realm of speculation that Disney will drop some teasers for the new series. Uh, Sean chi will also be dropping on the streaming service the same day. In other news, uh, the Scarlett Johansson-Disney lawsuit has been settled. Per The Hollywood Reporter, Johansson and the studio have reached a mutual agreement on her contract. Uh, Terms have not been disclosed publicly. Uh, Per Johansson, quote, I am happy to have resolved our differences with Disney. I'm incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years and have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. I look forward to continuing our collaboration for years to come. Johansson is set to be working with Disney on a few other projects, including a Tower of Terror adaptation. Lastly, in a set of events that will have an industry-wide impact, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, IATSE, or IATSE for short, as of this recording is currently in the voting period on, on whether or not to strike nationwide. Uh, if the strike is authorized and union leadership decides to move forward, this would be the largest IATI walkout since World War II. To briefly summarize what can be described as a tenuous negotiation period, IaTi is fighting for better turnaround times, adequate meal breaks, and crew compensation that accurately f- reflects the new streaming media landscape. If the strike moves forward, movie and TV production industry-wide will be halted, and we could expect more release delays in the future. We here at Infinity Watchers stand by the crew members who have been subjected to the poor and sometimes outright dangerous work standards from the studios. We hope they get the contract and compensation they fairly deserve. Movies don't exist without the crew's dedication to their crafts, and we surely wouldn't be here if not for them. Uh, We will bring you updates on the progress of the strike as they occur. So with that, let's get into our discussion about uh, the past two weeks episodes of What If, and that is uh, What If Thor Was an Only Child and What If Ultron Had Won. Uh, Again, sorry about the delay. We had some uh, personal stuff come up that uh, caused the delay in production. But uh, we have a special guest joining us this week, uh, as I mentioned previously. uh, My good friend, Mr. Uncle Vincenzo, uh, a.k.a. Vinny, uh, who's a uh, huge comics fan. Uh, him and I were co-hosts of The Thunder Raj at 91.9 FM WCAL, uh, so we have a bit of a history in recording together, and it feels good to, feels good to be back in, in, in the swing of things, doesn't it, Vin? Absolutely.
1: Thanks for having me on, Jared.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for stepping in. I, I really appreciate you coming in on short notice. Um, I know you I know you prefer uh, DC over Marvel in general, but mm-hmm. um, I know you and I have kind of talked off to the side about uh, mm-hmm. the MCU in general. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, feels good to have you on. feels like, uh, just feels like riding a bike, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little, a little, a little shaky, but we'll, I'm sure we'll take the training was off relatively quickly.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, since you're a newcomer, newcomer to the pod, I just wanted mm-hmm. to get your general thoughts on the MCU. Uh, I know you and I have talked about it, but, uh, our listeners aren't aware of some of your thoughts and opinions so let's see it could be as hot or cold of Tate's as you want vin uh,
1: so <laughs> balls in your court <laughs> ooh um the short of it is uh, i like superheroes and mm-hmm. i've been watching watching people in tights dress up for years uh <laughs> so my favorites are the blade 1 and 2 uh choices uh I had a I had a list the other day. I should have I should have been a little bit more prepared. Uh
0: no, you're good.
1: Blade 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh Punisher Warzone. Good um choice. fun choice. Dread uh, the new the Carl Urban one obviously.
0: You don't want the Stallone, you don't like the Stallone one.
1: No, nah, I think I saw I caught the <laughs> tail end of it once and there was too many there was I love a bad movie but uh Yeah, when when you're, when a scene and he's, he kept having, the one thing we noticed was he kept having, it it was from shot to shot too, he'd either be wearing a tank top or like a t-shirt. Like, it's just like, there was no (laughs) explanation. There was just like- That's Stallone. Oh yeah, no. It wasn't, it wasn't, (laughs) I'm not not, not basing my whole opinion on the movie because of that, but it was just like, one of the things I'll never forget about that movie was- the villain looks like the guy who sings uh, The King of Wishful Thinking. I can't remember his... I can't remember the band's name. And uh, his go shirt... Ke- yeah, Go West. He looks like the singer of Go West. And uh, Sh- Stallone's shirt kept getting shorter and longer. And it was very confusing as to why. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you,
0: you prefer... You <clears throat> you prefer the... Uh, the non MCU and en- Marvel entries over the MCU entries. Not even, not
1: even preference. Um, okay. okay, so here, here's some of the ones of just like me riffing off the top. They're just like okay. Blade One and Two, Spawn, mm-hmm. Punisher Warzone, mm-hmm. Dread, mm-hmm. Batman 1989, Batman 66 with Adam West, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, um, and then my top three Marvel movies are. Uh, Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, and then Black Panther.
0: Okay, so you you and John are pretty much lined up on those top three to an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, especially with Infinity War. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, but we differ very, there. very far, because I will tell you, should I, should I rip the Band-Aid off and tell everyone what my just, hottest take is?
0: Just rip the Band-Aid
1: right off. Uh, my bottom three is, well... The Endgame infuriates me, and I think it's the worst Marvel movie. There it is. There yeah. it is. So that's where I, I mean, stand. If it
0: means anything, it's dropped in my rankings
1: lately. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> good. I'm glad it's falling. <laughs> <I see. laughs>
0: Will it reach the bottom three? I don't think so. but Mine's
1: th- at the very bottom. I think my bottom <laughs> three are like some combination of Ultron... Endgame is at the bottom, and then the next two would be, like, Civil War and then Ultron.
0: Civil War is down there? Yeah. Wow. What What's the reasoning behind that one?
1: I just think the story gets weird, and I felt like they were just trying to do... T- I feel like it suffers from the Ultron problem, but not as much. I'm just, like, trying to force too much stuff into one movie. Okay. I
0: I can see that. Uh, I can see where you're coming from. Per- personally, I disagree with it a little bit. With that take a little bit, but I see where you're coming from. Actually, looking at our, uh, John's rankings and my rankings, yours kind of like meets the middle of both of us because mm-hmm. his number one is Infinity War, and my mm-hmm. two and three are Ragnarok and Black Panther.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: So like, so like you kind of have like a middle ground mm-hmm. between
1: us. Yeah. Well, I guess the big thing is like I just feel like Infinity War to me is the end. It's like the end of the series to me. Okay. My general opinion to that is if you have to go back in time to fix something. <laughs> it kind of negates the fact that it ended like, it's just like you have to go back in time. That means that one is gone. So you have to like go backwards.
0: You know, but you know how much the comics have done, have done oh, like yeah. in the past that. Oh
1: yeah. I, I'm just saying it's for me, it's more of less of just like, a, I don't know. That's, that's what I saw up into that point. Uh, okay. I guess in some points my brain has separated comics versus what's going on here because they are trying to follow one linear path Mm-hmm. and eventually it'll break off as of now we're here talking about what ifs but right you know just like if you if that's how you're going to end it and you have to go backwards to fix forward uh, that's just like trying to get a redo you know it's like going back to the checkpoint to get to get to the end boss
0: right no i get it uh, it's almost a, it's almost as if at some point we should start to expect uh, mm-hmm. remakes of like earlier mcu entries yeah. to try and make it more modernized mm-hmm. or more uh, or more in line with where they're going with the with the multiverse yeah and i, I mean we john and i've kind of talked about this where we think it's at least i think it's best that they went this multiverse route so they didn't have to keep retconning yep. constantly to get yep. things to match one single timeline or mm-hmm. narrative yep. um so so i guess with the multiverse uh topic brought up what what are your thoughts on
1: what if so far um
0: have you seen every episode
1: i have not seen every episode i've okay. caught here and there okay uh there's a couple where i started to watch and then i lost track um mm-hmm. i i don't have an issue with i really like the idea of what if actually yeah um so when we so a little bit is like whenever i was watching thor it felt like a story that i would want to see because it's lighthearted. there's no real stakes you know
0: no, at least not until the end. But yeah, uh, which, which we'll we'll dive into the episode. We'll dive again, into it later. But it I'm, itself, yeah,
1: the quick it, version is, is like, there's no real stakes. Like there's no like mm-hmm. real real stakes at, at it. But I guess for me, a lot of the execution just kind of fell flat.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's reasonable, and I think that's that seems to be the general consensus of mm-hmm. uh, the viewers of of the show. It's very mm-hmm. uh, statter shot and statter brained mm-hmm. of. Good ideas, bad ideas, good execution, bad execution. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone seemed to like the zombies episode. I wasn't the biggest fan of it.
1: I Uh, still need to rewatch. That's one I still need to rewatch. I missed like the middle. There's like a middle part that I missed. I watched the first. I really liked the Ant-Man versus the Avengers one. Uh, Oh, the
0: murder mystery. The
1: murder mystery one. I really Uh liked that one. That was the one. That might have been the first one I watched. Okay. Uh, And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I try to go back and watch a few other ones and I've just it just wasn't hitting for me. Mm-hmm. Um I do plan on sitting down and finishing them off. There's a couple I mean there's still a couple of movies I haven't even I haven't even watched. Like I still need to watch the new Spider the latest Spider Man. Far from Home. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that came out in like twenty nineteen. Right after yeah. Endgame.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, what's his okay. name? Chick Chill all.
0: Yeah. Oh, such a yeah. Such a fun time, yeah. He, I mean, he's he to me, he's what props that movie up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love Mysterio as a character and Quentin yeah. as a as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I guess we should get into the episodes themselves at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah, you said you really liked this Thor episode, and I mean, a way to look at it is it's really the first Thor, the uh, the 2011 one that came out, mm-hmm. but set as a teen comedy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's done in like a like a teen party movie or party mm-hmm. a party, uh, a party uh, style. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know how you would call it. The one the thing kept coming to mind during it was Project
1: X. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh yeah, I do. I re- I watched that <laughs> that interview recently. the The interview that it was based off of. Oh my! There's a YouTube interview of this kid. From Australia or wherever the hell he was from
0: I didn't realize it was based off of a real a yeah
1: real... it was based off of an event as, as far as I remember this from so what I remember being literally a teenager when that kid's age when it came out <laughs> was this kid had a party in Australia and there was mm-hmm. like a cop tried to break it up and people were like busting cars down and all this mm-hmm. stuff and he comes on TV and this interview just circulated it was like you know early days of going viral when you yeah. actually could go viral, uh, this kid is on Australian television. I believe it's Australia. It might have been New Zealand. It's on Australian television. He has sunglasses on. He's got dyed hair. He looks like a quintessential teenager from, like, 2000s. You know, like, no mm-hmm. shirt, one nipple ring, uh, a hoodie, hood up, hat on, glasses on. And <laughs> uh, the interviewer, the, the news anchor woman is, like... Do you feel bad at all? And he's like, "No." It's like it wasn't me. And he was just like, just like, constantly just like, "No, I'm not doing that." And she's like, "You should feel guilty." It was Corey Worthington, wasn't it? Maybe. I think
0: so. Yeah, it was. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, there's a uh, there's a YouTube channel I, I watch occasionally and occasionally listen to their podcast. the um, uh, YouTube channel is Mr. Sunday Movies, but the uh, podcast is the Weekly Planet. Oh, that's they're him from, Austro- yep, yeah, that's from him. Australia. Yeah, that's him from Australia. And okay. when I was watching their recap of this episode, they said, oh, yeah, it's a real Corey Worthington
1: moment, isn't it? And I didn't realize what they were talking about. Yeah, you just brought that up. Yeah, it's him. It's, it was a wild, wild move. I just remember everyone was like, dude, that kid had a blast. I remember being like, that kid had a blast. And you knew the reason he wasn't taking his shades off. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was um... – I kept the near Project that's and like, like just teen comedies in general. This was like this was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it I didn't it didn't need to be extremely serious or extreme or have high states. Like no. Like this this fits the, the Thor character, at least this version that the MCU's been portraying very well. Mm-hmm. Especially like the new iteration. Like yeah, like the Ragnarok version of yeah. The Ragnarok version of Thor on, right. Um you didn't watch the MODOT series, did you? No. Okay. No, I never got around so to it. I, it felt
1: it felt uh like they were going after the Harley Quinn. Um
0: not to an extent. Yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um I never finished it. I, I have two episodes left on it. I I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um it the whole show just kind of ran its course for me in like six episodes, yeah. and I think there are eight. I, I, um, I have but,
1: a weird thing with but Patton. But the one episode What's that? I have a weird thing with Patton. Patton Oswald. Really? Yeah, really? I like want to like him, but like, and I know I should, because I know he's, t- he's talking to me, nerd, like mm-hmm. comic books, superheroes, blah, 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 blah. And I just yeah. like, for some reason or another, just I like, can't, like, yeah. I think I just like just missed them or something like that. I don't know. It never, right. just never clicked for me. So, um, there's an episode where, uh, he,
0: so the whole point of the show is him like trying to stop becoming a deadbeat dad to his kids. Okay. And, uh and like reconnect with his uh, wife who wants to get divorced. But uh, in the middle of like the, the divorce proceedings, he gets invited to be a guest speaker at like a, at like some conference for some eat mm-hmm. for uh, I think it ends up being hexes. The the living corporation is like okay. the main villain of the show. Um, <laughs> that's how, that's like how far down they're digging for characters in this. Oh yeah. But yeah, um, in fact, they had to bring a Garth Ennis character into, into claymation just Yo. tells you how <laughs> Yo. how far they're going with it. But anyway, um, the the point of the episode is that the people at the conference don't like him, and mm. he's trying to fit in with everybody. But he brings his kids to try and impress him, and his daughter like tries to teach him how to gaslight everybody into liking him. <laughs> his teenage daughter. So Jeez. he comes up with this idea of... Um, of like transporting seedramites from another uh, from another planet to this Earth, or to this or to Earth, so that uh, it like brings the life of the party to the to the conference because it's very dry. Oh wow! And, like the cedarmites' plan to conquer planets is to make people party until they die. So I kept oh. thinking of that during during this as well because I mean, we get the we mm-hmm. get the concern that uh, Jane has at one point of yeah did what really happened out there did you guys just party too much <laughs> in, until the planet exploded or like, I, I, that's such a great idea of yeah. partying until the planet dies
1: yeah yeah like w- literally watching a planet die but while you're doing it you're celebrating the whole time <laughs> how hard can you party. <laughs> what was the I mean, one line he says it was like we we just helped we just sped it up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> we just sped it up <laughs>
0: um so yeah i kept thinking of uh, i kept thinking of those during this and something else that kept coming to mind specifically during the the carol danvers and uh Mm-hmm. But which, by the way, I'm surprised Brie Larson didn't come back for this. I I I want to say she
1: came back for another episode, but I, I could be wrong. I think I think that's the most interesting thing to me: finding okay. out who came back to do what episode. Because okay. now I can't. So I think I think Marvel has uh, surpassed. They've surpassed their. I'm not watching the characters at this point mm-hmm. like people are leaving and coming and going so often you're just kind of like mm-hmm. you're watching the background more or less like you're watching the actual people like I'm not watching Black Widow anymore I'm watching Scarlett Johansson. I was like oh Scarlet how Scarlett doing that day you know or like mm-hmm. how sh- was was this before or after this and all that stuff and I just like like finding out who came back for what like Tom Holland came back for this but he didn't come back for that and then now the mm-hmm. clickbait stuff I get on my on my all my discover stuff of just like <laughs> new spider-man to break silence and it's like they still have tom uh he's just a, right. he's just this, a voice actor
0: <laughs> right <laughs> well I, that's what i keep getting like twitter notifications from the infinity watchers uh twitter and it's yeah. literally all quick, clickbait from that Yeah. of just just what spider-man no way home easter eggs uh-huh. are available now or yeah. just what ve- just what the venom post credit oh, tra- yeah. trailer is and like I've got I, I g- don't,
1: I've, gotten, I've almost
0: fallen for it at times so.
1: yeah i've got Well, at this point i've gotten to the point on tiktok if someone says spider-man no way home flip gone immediately gone <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying attention to it i don't care haven't, done,
0: haven't <laughs> gotten that far on tiktok yet. <laughs> haven't reached that side of it yet
1: well there's a um, lot of people i usually like and they have some good comic stuff so i'm like there's a there's a lot of good comic content on TikTok. Is. big fan big fan of all that stuff uh, yeah. all those all those creators and um but recently, I don't know. Everyone's been doing it for clickbait, and I'm just like, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. I don't.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm.
1: One, I, I've said this multiple
0: times on this show before, but Wandavision really killed that for me. Mm-hmm. Of of guess who Mephisto is, or just oh, who yeah. Nightmare is, and it's mm-hmm. literally. I I'm mad at myself for uh, for mm-hmm. a not having this podcast then and b. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of falling for it at points because yeah i mean i i did buy into the whole mephisto and nightmare thing and i remember mm-hmm. telling john once like out like once the uh the whole evan peterson came up i said what if evan peters is just like a, a resident of the city like yeah it's not really
1: Quicksilver." and yeah. look what happened look what happened <laughs> look what happened i don't know it'll be interesting i so i had a different i'd have a different stance on that because so i didn't initially watch wandavision when it first came through mm-hmm. I waited, right. not on purpose. I was just like, yeah. uh, at this point, I'm just like, I play a lot, I play more video games than I watch TV. Um, right. and when I, when I sit down and watch, I don't, well, I actually don't watch a whole lot of TV. Um, mm-hmm. I try to do, I watch a lot of cartoons. There yeah. you go, everyone. I watch we're a lot of old Justice League cartoons. We get, I watch a lot of old Justice League cartoons. There's nothing wrong with that. We'll get into that in a minute here. But uh, Uh, anyway, as you were saying about. And then, uh, so for me, I like didn't watch WandaVision at all. And then Mm -hmm. my girlfriend was like, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. You got to watch this. I was like, okay, okay, I'll get to it. And then I think it was either, I think it was the day the last one came out or like the weekend of the last one came out. And she's like, would you sit down and watch all of WandaVision with me? And I said, sure, why not? And watching it all in one sitting was exactly what I wanted to do.
0: That's probably the best way to enjoy that series. Mm-hmm. Because like as as great as it was going week to week like watching mm-hmm. the uh watching the different like motifs pop up uh the like, the different mm-hmm. styles of TV that they did every week. That mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah. Um but story-wise, I feel like it would, that would be best as like a 4-hour movie. Like yeah. it essentially
1: is. And I really enjoyed it. It became one of my one of my m- more favorited uh series at this point from the MCU. Oh, that's great. Yeah,
0: it was really um, fun. It
1: was a really fun watch.
0: It was. It's it's a fun time. It do, it does tend to drag in some
1: places. There's, um, we've but, had this conversation with different TV shows where it's like, hey, we can do this series in five episodes. Well, give us mm-hmm. give us nine. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just, just written nine. <laughs> I mean, that was Netflix's problem. Of we could have done oh, yeah. this in like six, and then mm-hmm. Netflix's strict requirement based off of the algorithm was you have to have thirteen episodes. Yep, yep. yep. and that that killed a lot of those series for me. But to, back to your uh, your thing about watching cartoons a lot. This mm-hmm. this episode specifically felt very Looney Tunes-esque. Yeah, specifically the fight between Carol oh, and Thor. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, <laughs> this? It was very anime inspired. It was very Looney Tunes inspired. Like yeah. at, at points it was it felt like Tom and Jerry. At points it felt like <laughs> Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Yep. And then at, at points it felt like Dragon Ball Z. I mean yeah. I mean the desert the desert setup. Oh the really... desert. <laughs> yeah.
1: The desert setup <laughs> like just like Wily e. Coyote, Roadrunner. Like I really miss they really missed an opportunity to have just like the the circle with the circle leg chase
0: the legs running
1: Yeah, the legs are running but you can't <laughs> see them they're just circles they really right. missed out on one well i'm I well i know well we all know why they didn't do it but regardless uh <laughs> we're not getting to the to lawyer to lawyer podcasting right now we're not lawyers right <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but also the fact that like as for Frig- as thor and Fritter are both coming to earth like you see the mm-hmm. n- names of the countries. Over each country, like, yeah, like just little details Classic. like that. Oh, that's a good one. That was great. I was just seeing mm-hmm. France across France, <laughs> the United Kingdom, across the
1: United Kingdom, <laughs> just like we're watching so, on so, an Animaniacs. It was very animaniacs That's that's <laughs> where was, I'm going with that. Because, that. like, yeah, I
0: think, I think that's a better way of describing it,
1: yeah. Because there was so much going on, because like all of a sudden you were, like in this scene, there we have an alien here and da 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 da, da and Nick Fury's gone and doesn't and because a giant rock boulder hit him up. But then you s- scene shift and it's just Korg just get a <laughs> <laughs> The idea
0: that the idea that it's it's that they brought back uh, Watiti to do mm-hmm. like, three lines for the yeah. episode, yeah, and. Uh, and cord to to be the one that takes <laughs> out Fury. Yeah, it's just incredible. What a win! What a win! <laughs> Damn, we saw Cord come back. Meat was
1: back. Meek. Um,
0: Meek is I'm, still alive I'm in am so,
1: universe. So so as as also I am a Justice League. I'm a DC fan. I'm also yeah. a Hulk fan, uh, right. which has only blossomed. It's blossomed in the last handful of years. But mm-hmm. um, reading Planet Hulk and then watching Thor Ragnarok. I don't even know what to say, but I just like, I f- they did meek dirty. <laughs> I'll say that they didn't dirty.
0: Do you want to, do you want to give some, uh, do you want to give a little bit of context?
1: Well, as best as I can say is, With, which most people already spoilers. know, which most people already know Thor Ragnarok is based off war, war Hulk. I mean, planet Hulk, right? Which uh, kind of a mix of both. Yeah. A mix of both. So, Cause yeah. it's part one, part two. Um, <laughs> But just like, I knew that I know, you know, they need the comedic relief Marvel. And that was really, for me, that was a breaking point. That was a hard thing for me to swallow because it was Mm -hmm. right at the time it was Marvel and Star Wars hitting you with these little like tension breakers that like Mm -hmm. didn't need to be there because it's like just hold the tension just a little longer and then have the release where it's like they won't let you. What is it?
0: It's called bathos. It's like bathos? it's like cutting off tension with humor. It, I mean, it's yeah. A, it's a technique that's that's in storytelling that goes yeah. way back. Oh yeah. But I never knew Marvel the technical has term. Has a problem with
1: it. I well, I never knew the technical term for it. But yeah. I was just doing this. It was noticing so many things where it's like, this is a scene. You have to hold this. You have to hold the weight of this scene for so long, and then they'll just cut it. And then just like mm-hmm. cut it, and then like you're taken out of it, and you're like, oh, I'm annoyed. Why would you even say something like that? And then you have to get back and like pay attention to the words again. I don't know. It was an annoying thing. But I understand you need the, the comedic relief of people, but like Korg and Meek were such an interesting little combination of people in Planet Hulk. And then to have them just kind of like goofy comedic relief was really, was a really weird thing for me. But the whole mm. movie, when I sat down and watch the reason, one of the reasons I love Thor Ragnarok so much is like, it's the closest I'm ever going to get to World War Hulk. And yeah, unfortunately, I'll take it because I really like that one. But uh, that's a little bit of a tangent. I apologize. I kind of go off on those. Oh no! You're. I mean, you're, I, that, that's what we. That's the whole, do this that's show whole thing of a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't the point just to just whole, go in random tangents? Just random stuff? tangents. Just yeah. talking to talking to no talking to no one. But I don't know. <laughs> to me, it was always a weird. Con- uh, uh, yeah, general justice. It was a weird move. I thought it was a weird move, but I think. Mm-hmm. Taika did it very, I think Taika did it pretty well.
0: I think anybody else under anybody else, it would have just been a mess. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I I kind of mentioned this on the, uh, on our like rankings episode, but Mm -hmm. eventually when we eventually do like our, our deep dives on each one, when Marvel Mm -hmm. stops producing content or slows down at least, um, we'd like to go on deep dives on each of the entries so far that are out. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you think about it, on paper, Thor Ragnarok should not work Mm-mm. at all because it Mm-mm. has to reinvent the character. It yeah. has to it has to uh, establish the the. It has to tell its own story. Mm-hmm. It has to reintroduce the Hulk re, or introduce a whole mm-hmm. planet of elements. Yep. Um, set up a sequel set and yeah. be like a mainline entry of the MCU, as well as being somewhat comedic in the in this sense. Um, and essentially, it's. Um, I said this before, but it's after hours in space, uh, okay. which it was, that was a Martin Scorsese movie from the like mid eighties. Yeah. That it's personally my favorite one. But, okay. Um, it, like just looking at it on paper, this should not work. Mm-hmm. And it just, it blew my mind when I first saw it and yeah. I'm, I'm happy it exists. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm kinda glad we got this like party atmosphere and fun at and uh-huh. fun tone of yeah. Ragnarok Rock brought into what if. Yeah. Um one, one of the things I I kinda liked um just as a little Easter egg, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure this was on purpose, but
1: they brought Jeff Goldblum back to say like three words. Mm-hmm. I was surprised <laughs> as- I was surprised all the characters they put onto there. I was kinda I didn't um i was kind of moving around when i was watching the show but i mm-hmm. was trying to catch different people and who i was i was trying to catch who i could catch and i wanted mm-hmm. to look on imdb before i got back on i before we got to talking but i never got a chance to it um but i there's like when you watch a lot of com- when you watch a lot of animated stuff you notice the same voices all the time and that's part of the fun of watching all the animated stuff now it's like whose voices where's the? where's you you got your five like normal one. you have your five like Mm -hmm. ace in the holes you know you have your john um dimaggio john dimaggio you have kevin uh kevin michael richardson
0: oh kevin michael richardson yeah
1: yeah uh tom kenny your tara Mm -hmm. strongs Mm -hmm. uh who who else The list. There's like the ha- there's like the list. There's and then I I can see all their faces because whenever I scroll, I see their faces mm-hmm. go down. It's, it's the same. Here's the one. Okay, two. Mm-hmm. Th- okay, they're all here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much any like major voice actor that they needed is in this show. Um, who's the one that I keep coming across? Frank. Um...
1: Frank War- Warren Warner.
0: Maybe it's Frank Welker. Warner. Welker. Frank Welker. Yeah, yeah. He pop. He's in. I think every episode. I think they use yeah. him every episode. I think he does.
1: Um, I think he voices uh, Fred. Is that him from uh, Scooby-Doo? He yeah, might. Yeah, that's him.
0: So, yeah, you get this nice mix of uh, of like the regular A-list stars and then all of the like voice acting legends and voice acting mm-hmm. um, veterans that come on to kind of like build the depth of the show out. So, mm-hmm. I I mean, I think I understand part of the attraction of this show is like bringing the, the A-list stars into animation and like, here they are as voice actors. But I think I kind of think the show would be just a little bit better if they brought in the um, just veteran voice actors to do everything. You yeah. Know? Yeah. To an extent, I- there might be one, might, there might be one or two characters where it's hard to replace them. But like for the most part, I think, like, I think Robert Downey juniors and, um, Mm-hmm. Chris Evans's replacements are pretty good.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like you do like a combination. Like, why don't you just have? Because, like, it's a what if story. It's a different timeline mm-hmm. in general. You don't have I was to have just the about same to say people. That, yeah. You, I mean, they did Peggy Carter. I mean, even that. But it's just like you could do like the people who did Avengers Assemble. You could do the people mm-hmm. who. You have the animated, they don't have the animated stuff that DC's been doing recently, but oh, no. they have, oh, no, they, don't. they have, uh, they have animated stuff, you know, you could get those voice actors. <laughs> I don't know. I just think, I think, I think as what if, as it gets, I still feel like it's a lot, it's pretty linear. It's pretty linear of like, uh, a, a change. If that yeah. makes sense.
0: You will. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I'm assuming you're familiar with some of the comics or at least the series of what if.
1: Uh, a little bit. I did a okay. little bit of digging before uh I mean, when the show came was announced.
0: I mean the the whole idea behind it is like changing like um changing just minor details that have like major impacts mm-hmm. on on the comics universe yeah. and and I mean like when we previewed the show we each did our own what ifs and John's okay. was what if um what if Doctor Doom was the thing or something along those lines. Okay. And essentially, that just turned into what, like, what if Doctor Doom, but if Rot, yeah. Um, and I did like, what if, um, Spider Man was the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, but they both ended up in in very similar places at the start of an origin story of somebody mm-hmm. or, or some group, like the Fantastic Four, are still assembled, but this time Ben Grimm became Hulk, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in mine, like the Punisher still was created, but that was because Peter Parker didn't uh, take care of the mob violence that was going on in New York at the time. He, he basically told the city to pound salt mm-hmm. and it ended up killing Frank Castle's wife and kids that thus <laughs> us into the actual Punisher um, okay. in this, though, I granted not every what if comic is turns into canon, mm-hmm. but. In this though, I just I still find it. I I complain about this every week, but I it's still I can't get it out of my head. Of this, still the idea of having a linear what if just kind of defeats the purpose for me.
1: Yeah, and I think that especially shows in this. Well, I don't know if you want to jump into the next week, but um, it kind of like
0: just for just for example, like this is like this episode here, this Thor one. Like I wanted stuff like this of just like yeah these are all one-offs that Mm -hmm. might tie together, might not tie together. Like not everything had to end in a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Personally, I love the Dr. Strange episode. I really liked Killmonger episode. I Mm -hmm. really liked this episode, but like the zombies one, there was a lot to be left or a lot left on the table for me. The captain Carter one was just a rehash of, um, of captain America, the first Avenger Mm -hmm. to me, that murder mystery one, there was just, there were so many total inconsistencies that I couldn't get into it. Um, like for something so dark, it like as such a dark subject matter. It was too quippy and too fun, you know. Yeah. Um,
1: I yeah. I don't know. It just hit a right. It hit. It was. It had a right pace for me. I think it just yeah. like the pace. It just went so. I I expected, you know, twenty minutes, half hour, whatever they are, mm-hmm. of just what it was going to be, and I knew mm-hmm. they weren't going to get into too. I was. They weren't going to get into anything too deep, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh, this is a fun little ride, and that was about my. Yeah. Life my thing with it. So I'm so like, when you're thinking about it, it's like you want more of like, a like an oh, anthology series of just yeah, like
0: yeah. each episode can stand on its own. If they want to tie it together at the mm-hmm. end, there's a way to, and I mean, we get that at the end of this episode of how mm-hmm. they could tie it together. Um, mm-hmm. and that's of the, uh, of Ultron appearing. And yeah. like, we find out that Ultron is the villain of yeah. this series. Yes. Um,
1: well, then I it's like,
0: was a With great it, cliffhanger,
1: and and whenever they did that, it brought me back to Loki. Um, okay. Whenever, uh, Kang, Kang, yeah, yeah Kang. Um,
0: well, when, he who remains, but it, it was Kang. Yeah,
1: yeah. When, when Kang starts talking about like all of his other
0: forms and all of his uh, other forms and versions, other yeah. versions
1: of himself eventually figure out that there's a multiverse and they take it over and it was like mm-hmm. oh this is just Ultron but it's Kang I, I'm would be I'd be mm. interesting to see how if they're gonna re- reel it into I don't know Ultron versus Kang at some point in time
0: oh, I can't really imagine but that would be <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah so I think I'm kind of glad that we we, uh, we had to push this off a week because I think these two are great to tie into each other where mm-hmm. we get this really fun lighthearted episode at, which was a great lead into this mm-hmm. origin story of Ultron and mm-hmm. this like retelling of Age of Ultron, because yeah. like this, I mean, this week's episode was "What If Ultron Won?" and I gotta say, like, this was Age of Ultron.
1: Yes, <laughs> this is what yep. it should have
0: been. Yeah, maybe not as bleak, but like, mm-hmm. I I like the direction they took this in. I liked that Ultron feels like a villain.
1: Yeah, well, it, it was, it's kind of amazing what you can do with a character that's already established, even mm-hmm. a little bit. You can cut off so much extra stuff of, like, setup mm-hmm. that you can just kind of like, hey, everyone knows who this person is. You can just jump in. Right. It was amazing to see what you could do with that. And, I mean, yeah, like, this is what I wanted. This is something what I wanted with Ultron the movie. Of just like, yeah, I right.
0: wanted to feel that, like, he was a dangerous villain, yeah. He was I a dangerous f- character, yeah. He said he was like throwing quips left and right and, yeah, like, making fun of the Avengers and, like, yeah. oh, I have daddy issues against Tony Stark, whammy. Uh, yeah. but like, I, I loved, uh, I loved James Spader as a casting and mm-hmm. his voice acting in that one. Uh, I was, oh, yeah, so, I was sorely disappointed to see he wasn't coming back. And by the way, I just want to give a an apology to everybody, because I mistakenly said at some point in this on this show that he he was coming back. I was mistaken.
1: Okay, um, there was a he got like credited somewhere recently, right? Did he? Because I think when I was watching something, my girlfriend said to me, "Hey, you know," I said something online the lines of, "Wait, what if it's Ultron?" And she's like, "It is. He's he's credited in the show or something like that."
0: Oh. Oh, that's and, interesting. And it
1: wasn't he wasn't there. I didn't see him anywhere, and mm-hmm. I didn't see. I don't remember anything else. It might have been one of those, you know, when COVID hit, they mm-hmm. they had to change things. Mm-hmm. But um,
0: that, I mean, that's possible too. Yeah, that
1: they, that's that another thing. Put... That's another interesting thing that's been me the the who's coming and going with the stuff. Who's like going to be on the voice acting crew? Mm-hmm. And then uh, what what got changed for COVID? What what did yeah. COVID change?
0: that's interesting I didn't th- I never thought about that question that's mm-hmm.
1: I, I got that question I, I honestly had a couple of those questions floating around from listening to you guys oh <laughs> I forget well, what you guys were talking about and I was just like damn what else got changed you know what else was modified what else was this or that
0: yeah I mean it did have an uh, an impact in in general in on the industry and and I'm curious with this um, with this industry-wide union strike that's probably gonna happen that's gonna how much that's going to affect the,
1: this that 1000% um, affect them. Yeah. What, what's the quote, like 31 things in production right now.
0: I think it's, it's I that's the number I number. saw.
1: yesterday That's what number I saw earlier today.
0: That's outrageous. It's so, so many. I mean, I, I mean everything's in to pushed back. Um, yep. and I'm curious. Um, I'm just curious how, how impactful it is. I know it will be, but how impactful, mm-hmm. um, but uh, back to sorry to go on that tangent there for a second, no, but uh, back to good. this episode, like I, I really like I really loved James Spader when he was in the Age of Ultron movie. But I, I liked Ross Marquand's version of Ultron just as much. Mm-hmm. This version like was what I expected Ultron to be very cold yeah. and calculating. And like mm-hmm. he has a, he has a, he's programmed to do one thing that's that's quote peace mm-hmm. in our time. And he'll stop at yeah. nothing until that happens. But one one aspect I really liked and I wish they would have focused on this just a little bit more was once the universe is wiped out and he's achieved peace, he has nothing.
1: Like yeah. Yeah.
0: He I mean, Uatu at one point like says he's become self aware and like yeah. realizes that he is in a he's in a story that or he's in another yep. universe that like he comes to realize, Oh boy, there, there are other, mul- I'm in a multiverse. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted just a little bit more of like him out on that rock trying to figure out, yeah, what yeah, trying to figure
1: out that's he's supposed a, to do. I, I do like those stories. Uh, the, the person who is, who's achieved their goals. Mm-hmm. Um, then what? I, yeah, then what? It, it's I mean I guess I've been replaying God of War because mm-hmm. uh of the announcement I need to finish that I love that game. I'm on my third playthrough right now <laughs> um I I did a like a math check and I've been playing since I was like I've been playing I haven't played all of them I played I think I played. I think there's mm-hmm. only one I haven't played like including PlayStation place like including the PSP stuff um, okay and then uh there was like a weird one that came out after God of War three and I just never played it. I think I got rid of my PSP by the time. Okay. But, um, I mean that, that beginning of that story is this guy, you know, Kratos has got to a point where he's, he, he's got, left the greet. He's great left it. He's like, trying to just live out the rest of his days, but because he yeah. is who he is, he can't, mm-hmm. he can't have that. But that, mm-hmm. that, that part in the be- very beginning of the movie, when you're just kind of like roaming around and you're like with your kid, and that mm-hmm. tension with a kid and all that stuff, you can tell that he's not doing what he wants to. The kid's not exactly happy with him, and that mm-hmm. I don't know. That's those are those. I think that's I think it's okay to explore those things.
0: Well, I, I've mentioned this, and this is in thanks to you. I've mentioned this on the pod before, but that uh, that Hulk comment of the end, yes. Like, like once the world ends and yeah. it's literally Hulk and Bruce that's mm-hmm. left, like what's there to do?
1: Yeah, I yeah uh, that one. There, that's another one. Oh my god, I love that story. I Quran showed me that one. Oh, did he? Yeah, the Holy Book of Thrash. Karan,
0: Karan's Quran's <laughs> Holy Book of Thrash. Quran's an old friend from the uh, from the radio station. Yep, he's also um, a he's a BBC. huge comic comic person as well. Yeah, he's um, showed me
1: a few. But yeah, the end, that was such a, that's such a good comic to, mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of a selling point for me with the Hulk when I first got in and like people were showing me different stuff and I saw that one, that was like a hook line secret yeah. for me.
0: But, um, but yeah, I just wanted just a little bit more of Ultron having to deal with that of like, well, I'm programmed to do one thing, like mm-hmm. now I'm going to have this, this robot is going to have an existential crisis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Show <laughs> me that. Yeah. Show me um, that it's 2021. <laughs> Robots are gonna have them soon.
0: <laughs> Pretty soon, Siri's not gonna know what to do with herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh,
1: well, then you get too much Rick and Morty with the butter test thing.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I ge- yeah, I guess that becomes all too right. We just we just negate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, uh, I f- I take that back. Yeah, as far
1: get, get as far away from <clears throat> Rick and Morty as we can get.
0: <laughs> anyway um i and like then we get the uh the whole fight between ultron and and the watcher which again very anime influenced on this oh yeah i, I this whole show i do like that they're taking as much advantage of the animation uh medium as much as they can yes. and it's not just something mm-hmm. like rich and morty where everything's flat 2d and like Mm-hmm. um they they don't really um they aren't really creative with the 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 fights the moves the power sets and like what can actually be done that can't be done in live action yeah. without costing five million
1: dollars in one day for sure it's been it's been a nice i it's yeah they i'm usually i don't think it i think that the the, the classic 2d on paper has has its place but it's really nice mm-hmm. to see like nice to see someone shakings up a bit yeah. if I could steal a line from Baymardera himself. <laughs>
0: um, well, th- well, I, I've mentioned this before on the show, but uh, the like some of the animators and some of the writers from the show come from uh, Tartakovsky's like camp of like a team of animators. Okay. So uh, Primal, Samurai Jack, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Dexter's Lab, like oh yeah, you can uh, see that Hotel, Hotel Transylvania that series, mm-hmm. like. They, they know what they're doing. I, oh, I trust sure. this this team to get fun and creative and weird with some of oh, their yeah. um, with some of their art styles. And
1: I don't know a whole lot about like different like animating like studios and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just I just have a tendency to know what I like. I, all right. That's all. It's I mean I just know what I like, and it's 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 cool. I guess the only thing is like so I brought up earlier the DC animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Diving free watch. And they had that whole universe that started with Justice League War and then came mm-hmm. up through Justice League Apocalypse? Justice League Dark okay. Apocalypse. And um, it was like a handful of years and some really good stuff. But the kicker is, like the stories are good. There's some that, are, you know, you, you win mm-hmm. some, you lose some. But um, the one thing I kept saying to myself and I've seen other people saying is I wish they would have done some more with the animation. It reminds me of a video game, but I can't even think of what video game it is. But, like, have a different feel of their animation stuff, have a little more growth with their animation stuff, and just, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, like, be able to do stuff with the bodies and having cool movesets and all this stuff and not just, mm-hmm. like, quick pans and, you know, right. just this and that. It's it's really cool to see uh, a studio take some risks. They're they're wearing their influences on their sleeve on this, yes.
0: I guess is a, is a way to put it. I mean, we mentioned Looney Tunes a little bit earlier, and mm-hmm. all and all the uh, all the anime influence and some of the fights. Oh yeah, and if um, you're taking
1: if you're taking the anime influences, and you're not giving me some really cool combat, shame oh, on you. Yeah. Shame yeah, on miss- you.
0: <laughs> you're missing the point.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but I I really like how Ultron becomes fully self aware at this point. Um, mm-hmm. and, and often fights Uatu on. on going out to destroy the rest of the multiverse because he knows literally nothing else. The, uh, I, I liked that whole fight where they're like pushing through multiverses and it's like glass breaking, going through different multiverses. Uh, there's that one Mm -hmm. of like, Oh, that was a cool fight of like where they wind up in one where like Steve Rogers is like becoming president. Um, president, (laughs)
1: president, Steve, for some reason, for some reason, I thought Lex Luthor became president. That that was my first <laughs> instinct of like, I don't know why. Like they they're not the same people no. at all. But my brain was like, hey, it's like when Lex Luther became president. He's like, no, it's not. But no, it's, it's not. not the
0: same. <laughs> Different person. Um, but we also but
1: to that that the conversation of the corrupted leader mm-hmm. was there once again. It's, it's been, it's been, I keep seeing it everywhere because it's a pretty, it's a pretty popular motif in this current, in this current stage of our Mm -hmm. lives. But just like, he's like, there's destruction in all realms and I'm going to bring peace. Like that was one that like a line that like kept hitting me. I'm just like, just stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, just do like, how many steps does it take Ultron to get to Mm Uatu?
0: You know, he literally just breaks through
1: glass and like. Yeah. What, he, he, no, like how many steps? How oh, many? Oh, where how, he
0: becomes the watcher, like
1: thought-wise, where he becomes the gotcha. watcher. Like how many Ooh. steps does it? How far away in thought is is Ultron from getting to where Watto is? Where he's like, I'm just the watcher. I swear an no oath to become mm-hmm. the watcher. Like I'm not going right. to interview. I just watch this things mm-hmm. play out. Like, and I don't know when does Ultron's? Where does Ultron's thought break? Is essentially the question I'm curious of. Just like his programming is, just like he gets to where his programming, he's like realizing that like he's destroying mm-hmm. things, and he's like not. It's not so much peace as and just like you know, it's his version of peace, which is Nothing. like there's no existence, right. there's no existence. I mean, yeah, there's peace and not existing, but is that well, the his,
0: one? his version of peace? Is I control everything? Like, I mean, Ultron, yeah. at least in this iteration of Ultron in the MCU is like, is an extension of Tony Stark of, I don't have control over anything, mm-hmm. so I need yeah. to control everything. And mm-hmm. so I think this is like Tony Stark taken to the nth level of, of narcissism yeah. and, um, and essentially a dictator um, Yeah. of this is how dangerous something like this could be of letting artificial mm-hmm. intelligence decide <laughs> who gets to rule and yeah. what what gets to happen who gets to make decisions uh that's a, that's a different conversation for a different day but oh, for I, sure. I it's it's an interesting question
1: oh for sure i it's it's so funny just to kind of go off, yeah. slightly off but it's like to go back to your like to the tony stark it's like he has vision's face yeah. so he's so that's who you mm-hmm. think of which is, you know, think of, uh, Paul Bettany. And then just like all of a sudden his stuff goes, his, his helmet goes down and then mm-hmm. he's Ultron. And then you're like in the back of your head, it's like, well, he's really just like an em- emphasis of like Tony mm-hmm. Stark. Just like the character, just like clashing of people is just like so strong with this mm-hmm. guy right now. Uh, but know. to
0: your, but to your question about like when, wh- like how far does, does it take for Ultron to get to to I don't think it's that. I, I think mm-hmm. it's very, very close Ultron in this mm-hmm. case just decides to take action all of a sudden and yeah get done what he wants needs and wants to get done. <laughs> Uatu has sworn an oath that he will not interfere under any circumstances. Granted, as soon mm-hmm. as we all heard that line, we knew it was gonna happen at some mm-hmm. point. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I, I do yeah. kind of wish that it was more of a, a character arc for him, though, as opposed to like a um it was circumstantial that he had to interfere. Yeah. Like I kind of wish that he, he came to a logical conclusion over episodes of, well, I couldn't interfere Mm -hmm. there because that would have screwed things up. But if I do here Mm -hmm. might just, it might not destroy the entire universe. I mean, there's the scene where, I mean, literally the fate of the multiverse is on the line and which he's supposed to uphold and protect. And there's the scene with him, Natasha and Clint. And he's like, there it is. There he's pointing at the folder, saying like, "There's the yeah, there's the folder. Get the folder. I can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. but get the folder." And like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, but it, like it, the 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 whole fate of the multiverse is on the line, and you're now having mm-hmm. a moral quandary over
1: this. Yeah. Well, you think he's been doing that for how long? Yes. It's just like that's what he knows. Where it's like almost like he's conditioned to see so many terrible things, and just like I can't, I can't act. Right. At that point, he's in his own prison.
0: Yeah. Ah, so it's even so. Ultron and Walter are even closer when you think about it that way. I don't think that's. Yeah. I don't think that's far off. I I liked that.
1: Yeah, I, I as a person, like I said, two of my favorite movies are Blade One and Two and Spawn. I love Spawn. I ha- you have to jump a lot to make it make sense.
0: <laughs> I mean, it that makes perfect sense. I. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense why uh why Ultron and Uatu would fight in this. Um th- yeah. this is
1: I mean you're definitely it, it's definitely like two yeah. Two simple, two sides uh, of I the same coin. Two si- two sides of the same coin where it's like one is in, you know, they're in both they're two in they're in two different prisons, but they're the mm-hmm. same prison of just like equaling each other out, the yin to each yes. other's yin. There we right. go. Right. Exactly.
0: Just some other things I want to mention uh, before we get going here. But the, the whole Clint and Natasha thing I thought was a little far-fetched. I understand that we're trying to... Oh,
1: I was so happy. <laughs> uh, well, we fi- finally got it. I finally got the scene. I've been waiting for it since ending. Wait, which scene? Oh, where Clint sacrifices himself. Clint dies. So, okay.
0: No, that, that, that I never even put that together. But anyway... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that for a second Ultron starts a nuclear holocaust on the earth while they're in space and they're still able to like come mm-hmm. down to earth and like live like I, I know you gotta jump through hoops to like yeah. to like um to understand what's going on but make like that makes sense but, like there's literally nothing left on earth and they're trying to defeat Ultron from Russia not to mention there would be nuclear fallout everywhere that would kill them within minutes you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's yeah. That was too uh, far-fetched for me to to buy into.
1: Yeah, I think I got lost by that point. I was just kind of like, what the mm-hmm. hell is going on? Where are they? I was like, I, well, really, at that point, I just re- I was like, oh, Clint and Natasha are on the scene. I don't care. And then I was just like, I just want to see Owatu and Ultron yeah. fight each other. What's like, I that? just didn't... Re- like, I was already... I was just, like, invested into this fight mm-hmm. and all this action, and I just was kind of lost with Clint and Natasha. I, I'm, I know that the new Hawkeye thing is coming Mm -hmm. out um, and uh, it's supposed to be based on the map. Is it based on the Matt fraction? It's
0: based on my life as a
1: white Hawkeye, and all that stuff. And it's supposed to be really good. And I'll, I'll, I'll watch it because I don't know. I, I, I'd like to read it, but I'll probably watch before Mm -hmm. I read it. But I just, I don't know. I just, I've been kind of off Clint for since, Ultron. I just, yeah, like, they haven't really done that character any I, justice. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing holding me to like, like be interested I mean, the in them. Of, I don't really the idea care. Of, they give you the family the idea
0: of Ronan's great, but we barely mm-hmm. got any because, or we barely got any in Endgame because it was setting up this TV mm-hmm. series.
1: Yeah, they kind of started doing some weird stuff with them in Ultron, and I was kind of like, okay, he has a family, but like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. So does. So does. I don't know. And then, you know, you go through the rest of the thing and then you get to end game and you're like, Jesus. Oh my god. I'm supposed to care about right. this dude and he and he's the one that lives. I just I don't I'm, like I don't But uh bad you... He had already sacrificed right. himself. Okay, I'm not that, No you're off good. That
0: but t- to back to your whatever. point um of uh, like we get the we get the reveal of Zola being back in the MCU. Uh in this mm-hmm. universe there was another um there was another Zola backup in in Siberia. Then yeah. the Ultron bots come and attack. But at that point, like Clint realizes he needs to sacrifice himself to get Natasha and Zola out of out of the bunker. Mm-hmm. And like that, that, that shot or that panel of him falling into the like into the pile of Ultron's just, mm-hmm. that looked like it was taken straight out of a out of a comic. That was gorgeous. Yeah. And I, I like your point of yeah, that was a really cool We didn't fridge a character for once. And <laughs> no. And and no Clinton sacrifices himself because he's said multiple times, I have nothing left to lose anymore. And I'm tired mm-hmm. of fighting. Yeah, he's done yeah.
1: fighting. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm done. It's not like this person has so much to give or like there's been character or growth mm-hmm. in the sense of just like no, it's been all you can have things that
0: they've been like, you know? these two have been at it for a while in this universe. Like they both look run down, yeah. but Natasha is the optimist mm-hmm. for once. And Clint is the pessimist. Mm-hmm. Like for once they switched. And like, yeah. this is, I, this is one of the first times I Like, I'm like, that makes perfect sense, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I almost want to frame that, like, you know, like a print of that frame of that, <laughs> panel <laughs> and put it up somewhere it was gorgeous. Yeah. Like it's that Yeah. That was to me scary. that's in the same lead as like the uh is like the scene from the last Jedi where the uh the ship just mm-hmm. rams into um the uh, the empires. And it mm-hmm. just it's a bright white you know, light. Now that I'm
1: thinking about it. Now that I'm thinking about it, the art that it kind of the art that the show kind of reminds me about is Hades. Have you seen any of the stuff Hades? I have from not. Hades? The the I game? Haven't played it. No. Ch-
0: I've heard That's nothing but good I, things, and well, I haven't I, played it.
1: The art mm-hmm. is really cool on it, and this is this is what that art yeah. reminds me of. This is what that okay. show reminds me of. I, I don't know what you just said because there's some really cool shots in Hades yeah. of just like really cool panels and just like how everything's drawn. It looks like really clean mm-hmm. and nice, but it's like it it feels like this is what it yeah. feels like.
0: Something else I want to mention is the uh, the very <laughs> thinly veiled Galactus reference during the <laughs> Watcher and Ultron fight. Did you pick up on that? As like as like Uatu's going through different multiverses, like he lands on one planet and like, uh-huh. you see Ultron's head, <gasps> oh, yeah, the- head come up and like bite down on this galaxy and it looks like Galactus. Yes. And they do, like, please give yes. us this. Please give us this. Mm-hmm. Please give us a real Galactus that's not some freaking me Galactus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't give don't me, tease uh, me uh Don't give me ego part oh. two <laughs> Like that was I guess it would I guess ego would I guess ego would have been the Ego would have been Galactus Pretty much But like Like
0: (laughs) Like If Ultron is Galactus In this universe I'm happy I'm fine with that But like Give us an actual Galactus now
1: Like Give us a Give us an Eater of Worlds
0: You've You've shown us it's possible Give us it now (laughs) you're willing to do it just do it. um one of my favorite lines though was uh was from Ultron saying or in the in the Steve Rogers as president uh universe where uh he says well maybe you should get involved more and not like hide out behind your little glass window it's less creepy if you do it that
1: way <laughs> there was a couple there was a couple of those like are they where are they going with these? And uh, because like they had a couple in um the Thor episode mm-hmm. where they were just like th- they alluded to the fact that Jane had Thor sleeping in the room. I was like, Are you busy in there? And she's like, Uh, no, I, I can't I remember friends. the exact, but it was just like, Yeah, I have friends, and it's just like, What are they doing with this? They're being, they being a little risque,
0: so. Yeah, these were, these were both fun episodes. Um, one was more lighthearted. One was a lot darker. Um, I, I'm mm-hmm. happy to see that they did bring like a unifying force into this universe mm-hmm. with making Ultron the main villain of the series, even though it took until mm-hmm. the penultimate episode to do that. But I'm curious to see where this goes in the end. It's obvious they're going to do a Guardians of the Multiverse uh, now because... Um, Uatu mm-hmm. realizes that Supreme Strange is like his last hope <laughs> yeah. ironically uh and this is the one universe yeah. that uh, Ultron will never find because it was destroyed so yeah um I'm I'm curious to see where this finale goes I'm excited to see where it goes and then then it should be a, a hopefully it'll be a strong end to what's been a pretty mediocre <laughs> yeah. series
1: yeah um I I've caught up on mm-hmm. a couple Um, I watched the strange one today. What did you think of that one? Um, to be honest, I'm about to watch it again. It was like right at a point. I was like paying attention and there was a lot going on. I thought there was some interesting stuff going on, but I also am interested by, I'm more interested in the Dr. Strange and Wanda stuff that they have going on right now. So that's why I wanted to like sit down and rewatch a little more. Um, I thought there was some cool stuff going on. I can't speak to anything specifically, but I thought it was an interesting choice to like him, like how long he's been living (laughs) where like things like, cause like they, they allude to the Dormammu and then they allude to the fact that the other guy who was with him kept living his life and like being stuck for centuries. And it's like, holy, this guy is so Mm -hmm. old. Like Doctor Strange is so old. I I wish I wish this the the movie would have done that justice a little better, because it doesn't it doesn't feel like you don't get the sense you're just like oh he did it like no. twenty times. It's like it, no, it was sen- It was right. lifetimes. Um, I
0: mean to be fair, that uh, the the movie the first movie was an origin story, a straight up origin story. Yeah, and I think. You almost have to like dumb it down a little bit because this is this is this, that mm-hmm. was the first time magic was being introduced to the MCU and like you gotta introduce this whole world yeah. and this whole concept. Um I think yeah. there were some aspects of it that were really good and some other aspects of it that were uh, mm-hmm. very lacking. And I'm hoping that multiverse mm-hmm. of madness really like just gets weird with it. And we know the how we know there's mm-hmm. a multiverse that exists. We know the rules are mm-hmm. all kind of wonky and all over the place. Mm-hmm. Every And the writers are just kind of throwing time travel rules in here and there so that it works with their property. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, as I'm going to start calling him one of the patron saints of this podcast, Same, Ramy. let's just get weird with it. Let's, yeah, just, let's just have fun with it. That's the yeah.
1: man. I'm very excited for him Me to do too. strange. Uh,
0: I, I, I was happy with, uh, with Derrickson on the first one, but Mm-hmm. I'm, once I saw him come mm-hmm. up for madness, even Derrickson and Cumberbatch were both like, yeah, we're, we're not Dude. even going to fight this one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who, who, why would you, why? It's like, oh, the guy, oh, we want to do a horror comedy. Who do you call? There's one, there's, there's one name on that list.
0: <laughs> Which we're going <laughs> to.
1: There's, well, there's one and a half. There's one and a half because Bruce Campbell can't, <laughs> like Sam Raimi can't do anything without Bruce.
0: Or uh strut spider or Ted Raimi. So I guess one out yeah. of four.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my biggest question is, well, I guess. My biggest question is, who's Bruce? Where's the Buick? Where's the Buick? Those are my questions. Does those are my Oldsmobile two questions. Does the Buick? get destroyed in this one? Where's the Buick? <laughs> I, and, and does Bruce get to do it?
0: <laughs> so I guess I should, I don't want to spoil too much here, but give a little bit of a preview. We're going to do a bit of a, a Raimi retrospective um, uh, mm-hmm. because we're going to be like on the show here, we're going to be building up to no way home. And we wanted to go through like the, mm-hmm. the different iterations of Spider-Man throughout the past, like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, we decided to do kind of a Raimi retrospective and then we're going to do a Garfield and Webb re- retrospective, and then we'll do a Holland and Watts one um, mm-hmm. right before no way home comes out. But I'm excited to do this Raimi one because I've been revisiting a lot of his stuff, and I forgot how fun it is.
1: Yeah, he's so goofy. <laughs> he's so like listen, even listen to him in interviews, and you're like, this guy's got a couple screws no, not there. Definitely not. You know, and you're just like, but he's got him. He got he's got the perfect ones unscrewed. Oh yeah, it's just like. I'm going to fan out regardless. I'll I'll fan out all the time when I'm talking about Sam Raimi because like it's like one of those first directors in my life where it was like, "Hey, what, what do you who's your favorite director?" Mm-hmm. And then like you know, from from the time I was 17 to like even now I will even say it sometimes. So I'm just like mm-hmm. it's Sam.
0: Well, I'm trying to make Evil Dead like it's a so like an tradition now. To go back to that series, oh, yeah. I tried it two years ago and just didn't have time in October while I was studying for the CPA mm-hmm. exam. And like, yeah, now that I have free time, like every year, I want to hit that series at least mm-hmm. once.
1: I I watch uh, two at least once a year. I don't blame you. I watch I watch evened two at least once a year. It's been a while since I watched Army of Darkness, but I need to rewatch yeah. that soon.
0: Well, I think that just about does it for this uh, this week's and last week's What If. Do you have mm-hmm. any last or closing thoughts?
1: It's an interesting show. Uh, I'm glad to see them do something mm-hmm. like this. At least someone do something like this. One of the Marvel DC people. I'm just... I, I'd like... I, I'd i love to see more of stuff like this, but I understand that it's not the, the goal. Of doing
0: something that's a little more uh, outside of the box. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I really love to see more... Not necessarily of the Thor episode, but like... Episodes where the world's not at stake. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's just a pizza. Like give me like a Justice uh Justice Friends episode, yeah. you know? Where like the 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 biggest thing they have to do on that on the today list is get the pizza back to the <laughs> Avengers. I've always you know? said like like
0: like you and I have, have talked about this off air, like in college even, like we wanted like a Christopher mm-hmm. Guest style Justice League.
1: Like yes, yeah. Give me Christopher Guest with the Justice League. <laughs> give me Christopher Guest does the Avengers. Give me, give me just like like. Could you, yeah, could you imagine? Like, because i
0: yeah. Because could you imagine how does Doctor Strange like, make breakfast? Of... Does he use his powers or like does he like yeah. brush his teeth while he's doing it or is yeah. he like actually using his hands and stuff? Yeah.
1: Like, like imagine like Christopher Guest Spider Man, uh, Superman, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, or is he Tony? No, he's not Tony Stark. He's... Dude, Christopher Guest is Captain America. Oh, yeah. Uh Eugene. Dude, who's Eugene? Bruce.
0: He could be he Bruce. He might be Bruce.
1: I could see Just him. Bruce. Dude, could you imagine... Could you imagine the Hulk with those <laughs> eyebrows? Oh. <laughs> How big are those eyebrows? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Katherine O'Hara, Black Widow. Yeah,
0: that's an easy one. Jennifer
1: um, Coolidge. Who's Jennifer Coolidge?
0: Paige Carter. Maria Hill.
1: Yo, Maria Hill. <laughs> Where is Lance? Because I, like, I feel like, I, for some reason, my brain keeps saying Lance. Um, who's, Ma- who's Michael McKean? Michael McKean. I feel like Michael McKean is uh, There's an obvious one, Hawkeye.
0: Right? Okay, yeah.
1: I feel like he's Hawkeye.
0: I going to say, there's an obvious one I'm missing, and that, that would be it. Michael McKean would be Hawkeye. Yeah. But I, yeah want, like, I want I I want, want John
1: Michael Higgins to be Doctor Strange. And I can't tell if I want him to be, if I can't tell if I want him to be, play it straight, as in just like stern, like da-da-da, or do I want him to be like, has more flamboyant characters. I can't tell. I can't tell. But I feel like either one's a win.
0: No, I, I want him to play it straight. Mm-hmm. I, I would want. I not I won't want them all to play it straight. Like, yeah. But like, just this idea of like, let's just give him a day in the life of, mm-hmm. of a superhero and you know, <gasps> the, the everyday problems they
1: got to deal with. Ed Begley as Nick Fury. Yeah, the, the obvious one. <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: Ed Begley Jr. as mm-hmm. Nick Fury. Yep, I do, with the eye patch. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn,
0: that'd be oh, such a Lord. fun.
1: That's my that that's that's a show. I'll, that's a show I might have to pick up. Larry, get, just every just take a universe and just okay, divide up Christopher Guest characters in it.
0: They're everyday people. <sighs> yeah, it's like, it's like superpowers are the norm. Like, give us something. <laughs> Give us yeah. something new. The the non superpowered person is the is the hero. Oh my. Well, I think I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week's Infinity Watchers. Uh Vin, thank you so much again for joining. Absolutely. Us. Um
1: Absolutely. It's been an honor, it's been a pleasure. I've been trying to catch up to all your shows, catch <laughs> up through all your stuff. But you also give me podcasts to listen to. So I've been true. trying to catch you so was, so you're on one plus the ones you give me. I'm I've backed up for days, man, but I appreciate it regardless. Uh, thanks for having me on. I hope I entertained some people and didn't go too off base.
0: (laughs) So yeah, thanks for joining and, uh, tune in next week. We'll see you later.